Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Today's podcast is presented by Pago. Pago is the easiest way to, for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member of it and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of this application. Hey guys, this is Eric and Jessica Carrier, the host of the Prairie Land Paranormal Podcast. And you're listening to the Monster Legend Podcast. Welcome to Monster Legend Podcast. I'm your host, Tanner, and today we have a special guest, Anastasia. How are you doing? Hey. <laughs> Hi. Man, you're a really talented person. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I uh, I keep busy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, what would you want to come on the show for? Well, it, it was a paranormal um, show, and I do a paranormal show called Haunts and Hops, and uh, it seemed right up my alley. <laughs> yeah. well, what's all Haunts and Hops about? Uh, well, we pair um, craft beer, um, and uh, then we talk about ghosts and cryptids, and sometimes aliens. We're trying to we're trying to get into aliens, but none of us are experts in aliens, so we're just we're just like kind of shooting in the dark about aliens. Yeah. But I would love to talk more about aliens uh, with like an expert. Uh, but right now, it's mainly um, paranormal and cryptids um, and and craft beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really it's really a fun show, and we've had some really good guests um, on, and we've had a lot of fun with it, and some very weird stories. <laughs> very weird. Yeah, yeah. We actually have a call in line, so people can call in and uh, and tell their stories, and people have been really cool about it. Like we even got one about La. I'm going to say the name wrong. La Lorena. Yep. You know the uh, the 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 ghosts that uh you know whales and 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 you know 
know, it's like a harbinger of death. Somebody called in and talked about seeing that one somewhere. I was like, whoa, oh no, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> yeah. So. I think it was like a lady off the bridge, laid on the bridge and she like crowned her kid or something. Yeah, something. I think I think they said that it was like near a lake, and yeah, it was um, it was a really creepy story. Um, I was so happy that they shared it with us, but I was also like very like worried. <laughs> I was like, um, this one's really creepy. <laughs> so what what got you um, interested in paranormal? You know, I was a creepy kid. Um, yeah. I used to like talk to things and see things um, from a very young age. And so when I became a teenager, um, my mom was really very supportive of anything I really wanted to do. And she was like, well, maybe since you see these kind of things and you have like feelings about these things, you should get, you know, like more information. So I basically got certified in paranormal and cryptids and um, took classes and stuff and then started investigating. yeah, because it just seemed like the most productive way <laughs> to deal with, you know, just being the creep that I was. <laughs> yeah. What kind of things would you see? Hmm? What kind of thing you said you would you'd see things? Yeah, yeah. I would um I would see spirits. Spirits, huh? Yeah. Um I once had a whole conversation with my grandmother who had passed away um, quite young um, and I knew details about her that my mom hadn't really disclosed so that was interesting Um, yeah I mean mainly just like that kind of stuff like I I used to go places and get really like strong feelings about things Um, apparently when they took me to Gettysburg I freaked out I was like maybe like five or six and I like ran out into the battlefield and like cried um and you know I was five or six years old so I didn't really know what Gettysburg was at the time (laughs) but apparently I had a strong emotional reaction (laughs) imagine yeah yeah so um creepy little kid (laughs) creepy adult creepy little kid (laughs) so what's been your um favorite craft beer from the podcast Okay, I have to say this Fluffernutter beer I tried on the podcast, um, it was really good, except for the fact that I'm very allergic to peanuts. So (laughs) peanut butter marshmallow uh, stout was delicious, and I kept drinking it, and my lips just throughout the whole show were just like, oh, no. But I just couldn't stop drinking it. It was so good, and um, my co-hosts were like, you can stop. You've already tasted it on air. And I'm like, I don't want to. It's so good. It's worth the EpiPen later. <laughs> so that one, I would say, is is a pretty strong uh, uh, pull for me if it was that good that I yeah. <laughs> that I <laughs> tempted anaphylactic. <laughs> That's, wow, that sounds good. But for another... Yeah, marshmallow, peanut butter, and like a dark stout beer. It was really, um, I mean, like you just like wanted to pour it over ice cream or something. It was just so good. Um, 
I, I'm all about the beer float life. I love beer floats, and that would have been a perfect beer float. Um, with a nice scoop of vanilla ice cream, it would have been great. Mm, beer. Beer float. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, the best beer floats are, I feel like, well, I'm a stout girl anyway. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not an IPA girl. I always discuss this on the podcast um, because I make the most horrible faces when I have to try IPAs. It's just like, <laughs> whatever. But I love stouts, um, just like real hearty, like beers with like, you know, bite to them. And, um, yeah. and there's something about putting a scoop of ice cream. Yeah, pretty. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't. Uh, I'm trying to think of it. I don't even know the difference between IPA and stout. So like a stout would be like the darker, like almost like a Guinness. A Guinness would be a stout. Oh yeah, I like those. Yeah, and then the IPA is like um, it's a paler beer, um, but it's really bitter. It has like a really bitter aftertaste um, that some people love. Like Ugh. some people are all about that bitter life. I am not. So, um, you know, it's to each their own. Mm. You know, it's just not my, uh, it's not my cup of tea or glass of beer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But some people love them. One of my um, co-hosts, Ashley Trobe, she is all about that IPA life. The more IPA you can get, like the double, the triple IPAs, she's like all about it. The bitter, the better. (laughs) I I I don't like dry alcohol. Yeah, I mean, it's even more than like, it's just like, it has this like aftertaste that like just really like makes you like, I don't know, for me. Yeah. Some people love it. If you're one of those people, I respect you. But it's just not my thing. (laughs) What's your, uh, your like a liquor or choice? Oh, um, I'm kind of like a scotch whiskey girl. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, I like, um, but I'm not super peaty. Yeah. Not, um, you know, um, I mean, I can take a PD one, but it's not my top favorite. Favorite whiskey? <sighs> favorite whiskey. That's so hard. Um, I think I would have to go into a scotch whiskey for that. Um, mm-hmm. my favorite one. Um, I was really into... Well, you know, we'll, we'll we'll stay with whiskey. I, I was really into Johnny Walker for a bit. I was yeah. I was I was really into a Johnny Walker life <laughs> for a bit. It's good. Yeah, it's good. You know, it's and it's also like one of those ones that's like super easy to get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I think, uh, yeah, I mean. I mean, I'm a simple girl. I like whiskeys. I like bourbons. Um, you know, I can get fancy with it, you know, and then I can get, you know, just really casual and just have some classic Johnny Walker. And, uh, <laughs> Pour some rocks is good. Yeah. Right? It's perfect. <laughs> got a, a bottle I got was a, got some like, Buffalo Trace and like Johnny Walker are, Pike. Those are good. And what's that? I feel a Canadian one. Um, 
Canadian. It's not the one that says like Canada in it, isn't it? Uh, let me look at. Um. Which one is it? Crown Royale. Oh yeah, my dad used to drink that. <laughs> I think that might, was my dad's favorite. It was what we would like sneak away, like in his, you know, his stash. <laughs> oh yeah. So how's what's stand up like? Stand-up is interesting nowadays right now um, because we're doing a lot of Zoom shows, you know? Um, but I'm actually doing my first in-person show since quarantine tonight. So um, it'll be interesting because uh, we'll actually have an audience that we can not hear. Like we, You can hear on Zoom, you can hear people on Zoom, but it's, it's not the same. You know, you're like hearing their environment and like every once in a while you hear a laugh. A, an audience is very like unique. You can really feel that energy. So I'm excited to do in-person shows again. Um, but it's it's fun. It's uh, it's all about uh, telling your truths in a funny way, right? So, like, how's the like the writing joke? I I'll try to think of like I wanted to like talk about doing stand up, but like I can't like think of a joke at all. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, there you know, there's like really ways to structure jokes and stuff like that. But I find the most authentic way is like to start noticing when you're talking to people and they start laughing. You know, like yeah. what kind of jokes, like, or even just like stories you're telling, and then like hearing people's reaction and then just kind of solidifying that like that's the way that a comic or a stand-up comedian really is working they're trying out material like all the time or they're noticing when people laugh and they're like okay so why did they laugh at that and then they write it down like I'm always writing things down in my phone going okay well people found that funny so let's structure that and put that in our stand-up <laughs> you know yeah. um so it's just really like observing what people are like reacting to um, is the best way to structure a joke. I, I feel yeah, it's then most authentic. You, you like you just find that one thing, like you write that thing down, and you try it out like a thousand times just to polish it. Yeah, you do. You have to like try it out and go, okay, why is this one land? Why doesn't this one land? Why is this one land in certain costs, uh, like uh, audiences? And why doesn't this one land? And I mean, because there are stuff like that are solid in certain audiences that I try them out and I'm like, crickets, crickets. And you're like, okay, not the right audience. <laughs> try something else. <laughs> but, what was um, like, do you ever like, um, Like, get, like, everyone, like, dying, laughing during a set. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I've gotten some really good reactions um, from awesome. from some of my stuff, which is 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 amazing. And um, you know, and then there's you know times when you know it's not your crowd, and it's yeah. hard. It's hard at first when you're like starting out not to take that personally, but then the more you do it, the more you're like, it's just not. You know, like I don't laugh at everything anybody says. It's just not it doesn't speak to me, and that's okay. <laughs> you know. Get a get a little thick skin sometimes. <laughs> it was your like your it was your inspiration to start stand up. Can you just watch? Well, I think I I mean I grew up on like Saturday Night Live, like classic oh, okay. Saturday Night Live, and like my parents were really into listening to comedy albums and like stand up specials like Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, like those are the kind of things I like. And Steve Martin. You know, um, I love like the fact that he did like King Tut and stuff like that. Like that's actually on like my regular playlist. Like people will be in my car and they'll be like, is that King Tut playing after Kendrick Lamar? And I'm like, absolutely. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, But I think like, like stuff like that really made a basis for me. Um, And then when as as I was getting older, you know, um, I started seeing more female comedians that I could really identify with. And um, yeah, I I started out in improv, though. So um, and then and then I was like, well, wouldn't it be cool if I didn't have to, like, wait for a team and I could do it myself? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I got into it. So, uh... Hey everyone, you're invited to Harpy Hour. I'm Tracy. I'm Liz. I'm Steph. We are the Harpies. And Harpy Hour is our new podcast featuring ridiculous stories in history, science, and entertainment. Were you ever suspicious that pigeons were secretly spying on you? How do you know who to eat first if you survive a shipwreck? Do problematic musicals send you into an uncontrollable rage? If so, then Harpy Hour might be your new favorite podcast. That's H-A-R-P-Y for Harpy, and new episodes air every Tuesday wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on all social media at Harpy Hour Pod. And check us out on harpyhourpodcast.com. Okay, bye! Hey guys, this is Heather and Kristen, the hosts of Sinister Sweethearts Podcast. And we want to share with you a little bit about our show. If you're looking for fun banter between old college sweetmates about all things paranormal, sinister, weird, and generally creepy, check out our podcast available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast player. Oh, how'd you start acting? Um, I started acting when I was a... Um kid like I was like three or four when I started acting yeah I um I guess I was annoying my parents with like the fact that I was singing and tap dancing and acting all the time and they were like maybe we should just like get her an agent since she's doing it anyway (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah it it worked out I I had a pretty good career as a kid actor and um just kind of never stopped (laughs) there's been lulls but I've never stopped (laughs) What's been your like your favorite movie to do? Um, I think I always have the fondest memory of um, doing the Adams Family movies. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Um, I think those are. 
I just felt really at home on that set. It just really, um, it was just like a lot of fun. It was like um, everything that is kind of my personality, like quirky comedy and like with a horror element to it. Um, I just have really fond memories of being on set um, for both those movies. Um, and just the strangest things like going to your tutoring tent where you're you know going to school for the day and like seeing Christina Ricci with some like apparatus splurting blood while we're all like <laughs> you know <laughs> doing our homework um it's just it was just like such a fun experience and everybody was so kind and um as a kid actor you know I I always remembered that so what was the set like it must have been like really cool it was like the see that be like in the Adams family house all the problems yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, so I was in a scene where it was in a school. Yeah. Um, so we didn't get to see the house, um, which is kind of sucky. And then the second one, I was in the camp. So yeah. it wasn't that, like, but the, I want to, one of the coolest things I remember seeing during break was uh, Morticia sitting oh, on her, her, um, you know, those, those director chairs yeah. that, with like the big, big cell phones because they were like so big at the time yeah. and she's just like sitting there like talking to her agent and her full costume and That's I so just cool. remember thinking ah she's so cool and hopefully one day I'll be that cool and have a giant phone like that <laughs> so cool yeah it was uh it was pretty epic um but yeah I mean I didn't get to see the house unfortunately but I did get to see all the you know like everybody else was um in the scenes, so um, the whole Adams family was there. <laughs> get the one from six. Trying to look it up, then get the one from the sixties. Oh yeah, the classic, the sixties one. Still like one of the best intro, like intro theme songs. Oh, it's amazing. It's it's one of those iconic theme songs that. I mean, nobody can do this. I don't think we have good theme songs anymore, really. <laughs> like, do we even have theme songs? No, we don't. Not, really. not really. It's more just like some kind of intro music. I mean, I think the coolest one we have right now is like Archer, and he did, and it's not really even like a like it's not like a theme song. It's just like a really cool intro. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But it is cool. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't lie. Archer's intro is like the best. It's not like we used to have. Is that that show? Is that the anime show? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, the Archer. Yeah. Yeah, the same so, guy does uh, Bob's Burger. The same, same uh, voice actor, and it's so interesting. <laughs> which one do you like better, Bob's Burgers or Archer? I watch Bob's Burgers more, to yeah. be honest. But I do like Archer. But Bob's Burgers is just like one of the best family. TV. I know you're not supposed to watch it with your kids or anything, but yeah. I think it's like one of the best family shows on. <laughs> For sure. It's really a cute like show about a family. I love it. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. I, I, I will always like watch Bob's Burgers and feel happy. You know? So, um, what's been your favorite cryptid you talked about on your show so far well i have a um a love for champ from yeah. lake champlain um yeah. 
And I think the reason I have a love for Champ is because he's the one I've been looking, I've, I've looked for the most. Um, when my sister was on the East Coast, I would go visit her and we'd go to Lake Champlain and I'd just be like, I'm gonna go look for Champ. Yeah. <laughs> um, I never I never got to see him, but um, plus he's just like, it's really cool. Cause like, ev- I feel like every massive amount of water has their own like, like Loch Ness monster, you yeah. know? <laughs> um, and so it's it's cool to uh, to see all the different um, versions of this lake monster out there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I found out too in the yeah. show. It's like, oh, you have a puddle. There's probably a lake monster there for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I love when they look like like almost like little foot like the dinosaurs you know like the um yeah. i like that um we did talk about one which looked like a giant um octopus like a really mean octopus and i was like yeah. see he's scary champ isn't scary he's cute <laughs> i guess he does kind of attack people so i guess it's not that cute but i think i'd go swimming with him so <laughs> well, i too Right? Like, It'd be so fun. <laughs> yeah, and there's like, I think there's like more evidence for Champ than it is for like Loch Ness Monster. Because like, pretty much everything that comes up with Loch Ness Monster turned out to be like a hoax. I know, I know. I, I, I used to like really hope that one day like we were going to find the Loch Ness Monster and I was going to go to Scotland and I was going to see him and it just, uh, I guess we just keep finding out more hoaxes with it. Um I mean, I'm always hopeful that we're going to find whatever cryptid, right? Like, I'm yeah. always like, yeah, it would be cool. Like, sure. But it's um, a lot of times just confusion. <laughs> um, there's, there's some cryptids I don't really want to meet, like water babies and like the werewolf mermaids that are in Alaska. But that sounds so cool, too. Like a yeah. werewolf mermaid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the hybrid. I love it. I mean, you're right. I don't want to make, I, I probably, if I'm logically thinking about it, don't want to meet like the Jersey devil yeah. and, uh, you know, just some of these ones are super scary. Um, like, they're not just cryptids, they're monsters, you know? <laughs> so, um, I should probably say, I don't want to meet them, but I'm a little curious. Like, I'm, curious. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Like, I don't know. I don't know how I'd react. Uh, the dirty devil is like what he's like two oh he's a couple hundred years old now i think yeah yeah maybe i could outrun him i don't know yeah, probably an old perhaps like a long old white beard okay yeah. <laughs> like maybe i could take the jersey devil i oh. say that and then the jersey devil like listens and he's like oh really and then he comes to my house and i'm like damn you're right i couldn't take you <laughs> i'm sorry jersey devil i can't take you <laughs> Dirty Devil on like on the Dirty Shore. <laughs> How has that not been a sketch? How has Jersey Devil hanging out with this Jersey Shore not happened? It's brilliant. It's like more scared of like Snoozy from like such um South Park and make fun of Exactly. <laughs> like, what the fuck? They, you know, there just haven't haven't been enough uh, uh, cryptids in sketch comedy. <laughs> What's happening? 
Here's your merch. Which is cool. It, uh, it's, it's like it's hard to set up merch. I don't know. It's, it's a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> your merch is cool. I like your merch. Thank you. <laughs> it's over at Public. Yeah, Tee Public. It's, uh, you know, I found at first I was like making my own shirts to bring to like shows to sell. And I was like, this is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so Tee Public is really a cool way to just uh, support your artists. Um, and hopefully like Haunts and Hops will have t-shirts on there soon. Sweet. But uh, um, yeah, like it's the easiest way. And, you know, people buy. They do all kinds of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's nice. It's cute. Mm. Was it hard, like picking out like the like lo- like logos and stuff for shirts? It's like I I can't decide. I'm not really bad at signing stuff. You know, I love just like when I'm watching TV, playing around and making graphics. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's probably not something fun to other people, but I like it. <laughs> I like sitting there and like making different graphics and stuff like that. So it's not so much, so much difficult for me because I, I kind of find it fun. It's like how some people are like, oh, I don't mind editing. It's so fun. And I'm like, ew. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, that is awful. Editing is horrible. But somebody, somebody out there is like, I like it. And I'm like, okay, I like making graphics. So it's not such a chore to me. Um, I especially like making them for myself because... You know, I can just play around as long as I want. Sometimes making them for other people, I'm like, just make a decision. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I like it. I I'll, I'll sit there and just be like, what what can I make today? <laughs> like, do you use a lot like a vector graphics in your shirts? Yeah, I mean, I I play around with like a whole bunch of different programs because there's certain things that I can't just like, I'm not skilled enough to do um, on like Photoshop. So sometimes I, you know, use other programs to like supplement the things that I can't do. And I think that most people are just like, if I can't do Photoshop, then I can't do anything. And they get so frustrated. But there's so many programs out there and just trying like all kinds of different ones and finding your fit is the best thing. Yeah. You know, just because you're not like proficient in everything, every program doesn't mean that you shouldn't try things and do it, you know? Yeah. Hey guys, this is Eric and Jessica Carrier, the hosts of the Prairie Land Paranormal Podcast. If you're looking for a show that explores all things paranormal with dramatic storytelling, historical research, relevant science, and witness accounts, Check out our show online at www.prairielandparanormalpodcast.com or through your favorite podcast player. It's uh, but it, it's it's fun, yeah. Are you big into art and growing up? Yeah, I mean, my sister's an artist, um, and actually, one of my paintings is like directly behind me, but um. I used to, uh, I used to paint a lot and I used to draw, like, I was like, I'm going to make my own comic book. I used to draw like all kinds of comic book characters, uh, with like my high school boyfriend, we'd be like, 
now we're gonna make ourselves into characters and we made ourselves into characters and I would always be like and and she is the most powerful woman in the world mm -hmm. she's she's like she's like 10 times more powerful than any superhero and he's like but I'm the other superhero I have to be powerful too. Like, he's like sitting there drawing off I'm like but like but I just made her the most powerful so I'm so sorry <laughs> but um yeah I used to like make my own comics and and it was just uh I got into manga for a while I was drawing manga style for a while Ooh. yeah I don't know I I, I was always yeah it's it's very different than it's very different yeah yeah it's a very different style um and i went through that phase and then i just kind of went back to like classic more like classical superhero drawing for for a while i don't know i'm always like i'm always like doing something weird <laughs> drawing something weird <laughs> what do you think of like the like netflix marvel shows that were on like a couple years ago or they got taken off? I mean, I was really into Jessica Jones, oh, me too. Luke Cage, Daredevil, and Punisher. I wasn't into the other ones, like Defenders and, um, oh, uh, was there Iron Fist too? Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't into those, but um, I was really, really into Jessica Jones and Daredevil. And um, when they chose the Punisher, I remember them like announcing who the Punisher was gonna be. And I was like, no, cause I loved the Punisher from the comic books and from the mm -hmm. movies. I was like, no, he's not gonna be good. And then he like was in Daredevil for like five seconds. And I was like, I eat my words. He is so yeah. good. He's like one of our best Punishers ever. Yeah. Um, so I was pretty bummed when they like basically tanked the whole series of Marvel TV shows. Um, I, I understood why, but I, yeah. <laughs> I think they uh, they ended with, like that giant hole in the earth thing, yeah. and like, oh, bye, we have to go now because Disney owns us. Bye. Yeah, yeah. I heard that the the um, contracts are able to be relaunched like either in the next year or next two years. Um, so they can relaunch all those series, I think, on, like, Disney Plus or something like that. And I'm like, all right, relaunch them. I, like, I, I love those characters. Um, I think what they did with Daredevil versus what they did with Daredevil in the movies is so much... Better. So much better. Like, yeah. 100% better. Because I could not care less about the Daredevil movies. Like, yeah. I just did not care about Elektra not care about you know um but they really made some really good vivid like comic book heroes that were flawed which is my favorite thing like i love an anti-hero i'm yeah. such an anti-hero girl um so yeah like i was really into it so i'm hoping we get something similar when they relaunch it how, how they did like how they did kingpin in season one was really good oh uh, yeah yeah, and when you, and 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 the thing about it is like Kingpin in the movies, they cast like, well. Yeah. I mean, it was it was cast well. It just was horrible. Like yeah. how how they messed that up. But obviously, he was he in the TV series. He was allowed to get more gritty and more, um, yeah. really get into the character for a longer time period. So, um, 
yeah, it was it was it was cool though. They did a really good job with the TV series, really good. Jessica Jones was amazing. I love every season. Every season of Jessica Jones was great. Um, it was weird seeing Tenant be so bad, like yeah. Tenant. <laughs> I know. I saw you seen being like really nice in Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, but he's so nice. And I think so many of me and my friends were like, oh, but like, he's okay. Like, and then we're like, no, wait, we're not supposed to feel this way about him. (laughs) He's a real bad guy in this. Um, So I think that was like such good casting because it really did give that confusion that his character would give. Like, I don't know. That was very good casting. I mean, I think they did a really good job at casting everybody in the Marvel um, TV or Netflix um, series, except for maybe like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, f- I guess. I mean, uh. I, I mean, I guess I can't really judge too much because I just did not care as much. Um, I watched a little bit and I was just like, mm. so I mean, maybe I didn't give him a a, a, a big enough chance, but he was just not that interesting to me <laughs> um trish walker in season two was really good it's like i'm pretty i'm not sure if they're going forward but it seems like they're talking about like addiction yeah like really. for sure and how people deal with past trauma and stuff it's, it's like yeah old. they really they really um I thought that's what they were going to do with like Oracle in the DC universe. I think, I think that I was like, oh, we're going to see, you know, like PTSD and exploration of that. And we just haven't gotten that series yet. Um, Cause I think that would also be a really cool series if you're into the DC universe. Um, because I think they did it really well with Jessica Jones, uh, like showing addiction and post-traumatic stress, I think. They did a great job on that. <laughs> and and in Punisher. I yeah. think they like really made it they gave Punisher like so much so much depth that I think the movies probably didn't give him as much. Um but I still love the movies. So yeah. I mean <laughs> but yeah. Is um Punisher's monologue in like what was it two penny something? The one he's done it in the cemetery. He's just caught fighting. Yeah, know, that was really good. I cried. Yeah, no, he, oh, he was amazing, and I was just so. Uh, I just ate my words so much because I was so like violently opposed to him being the Punisher, <laughs> and I literally like went on air to one of my podcasts and I was like, "I'm wrong. He's the greatest. <laughs> I'm stupid." <laughs> You like the what's up? What's that one Punisher? The Punisher movie from the nineties? Yeah, um, the Thomas Jane one. No, the which one? Um, with Dolph Dolph Lundgren. Oh yeah, I forget about that one. <laughs> I kind of I kind of forget about that one. I you know what? I haven't seen it in a long time, so I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to see how I feel about that one. <laughs> I mean, it's probably worth a watch again, I guess. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it would be like me going back in time and watching uh, Masters of the Universe now. Yeah. 
I'd be like, mm, no. Oh. <laughs> problems. <laughs> There's some problems, but I liked it so much as a kid. <laughs> what do you think? Do you like? Are you a big DC fan too? I mean, I I lean more toward Marvel unless yeah. we're going into like the Vertigo. Um, Vertigo, yeah. Yeah, like area of DC. I'm becoming more of a DC fan. I think as I get older, but I was so like Marvel heavy as a kid and a teenager. Um, and I definitely struggle with the DC movies more. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the problem is. Is we can't make a DC movie to save our life. Yeah, and and then when we have the DC shows, the DC shows that we have, um, I mean, a lot of them are on like the CW and stuff like that. It's just not quite my jam. Yeah, very. Um, uh, very succumbing. Very like serial yeah it's like oh everything's fine another show bye yeah and so i think i i i I, i'm trying i like i'm trying to like you know appreciate because obviously you have to appreciate dc for what they've done yeah over the years they've you know they're they're a behemoth like they they them and marvel are like the ones that really made comics what they are today and um I'm trying to appreciate them more, but I'm I do I do skew more to the Marvel side of things. <laughs> uh, do you watch Lucifer? No, and I was just talking to somebody uh, the other day that I, I was like, oh, I should start watching Lucifer because I hear I hear good things. I th- I think it's more procedural, right? It's like more like a like a t- detective cop show. Yeah, but with Satan. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get into it. My mom actually was an extra in it last year. Oh, cool! <laughs> I was like, oh, we should watch it so we can see you in the background. <laughs> Party. Mm-hmm. Who do you think was the best Spider-Man? Who? Yeah. Was the best Spider-Man? Yeah. Now I'm gonna be the worst about this and say. <laughs> I'm gonna be the worst. Okay, I'm gonna say Spider-Man into the verse, Miles Morales. Yeah. <laughs> and that's gonna be what makes me the worst because I've just I'm I'm not that into Peter Parker. I am into Miles Morales. I'm into Venom. Hey guys, this is Eric and Jessica Carrier, the hosts of the Prairie Land Paranormal Podcast. And we are excited to officially be part of the Paranormality Radio Network. If you're looking for a show with variety and are interested in taking deep rabbit hole dives into topics such as legend, lore, conspiracy, and creepypasta, all with a little bit of a storytelling, research, and personal experience twist, check out our show at ParanormalityRadio.com, FairylandParanormalPodcast.com, or through your favorite podcast player. Venom was really good. I liked Venom. I I loved the movie. I know some people were like so like anti the movie, and I was like, this is all I've ever wanted as a like comic book. It's like a perfect Venom movie. It's really fun. Yeah, it's so fun. I mean, like I think as a Venom fan for as long as I've been since I was a kid, that is exactly the movie I wanted to see. You like Venom more as like an antihero or like a villain? I like him as an antihero. 
Um, yeah, I think it's more fun. I think it's more complex. Um, I think it just makes it. I mean, I just like antiheroes. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm obviously <laughs> based on this conversation. You, you know, I love an antihero. <laughs> very much into that i'm very much into the complex um leads you know i was a wolverine girl from the beginning yeah. you know um yeah he's so complex and so um broody <laughs> i liked it <laughs> yeah that was like perfect casting for wolverine except for the height <laughs> yeah it's like wolverine's Shorter. really small yeah. <laughs> but that's okay I think it only bothered me in one movie where he was like towering over everybody was like that's not that's not Wolverine but that's okay because he does in every other aspect he's a really good Wolverine I think in the future though if we were to do another Wolverine I would like him to be under 5'9 yeah you know Wesley Snipes is 5'9 is he? yeah I mean like there's people out there. We could get like Taron Egerton to play Wolverine. Cool. Yeah, that would be cool, right? He's like five nine, five eight, something like that. I'd be what's your favorite? What's your favorite X Men movie? Logan. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> Even though I did not follow Old Man Logan to a T, it still was a very amazing movie. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Old Man Logan had so many weird um, storylines going on. There was no way they were going to put them all into a a movie. But that's fine. (laughs) Cool scene. I think they, like, had done a... Him and Professor X haven't been in a movie, technically, in a while. Because they were doing, like, the old flashback X-Men movies. Right. And it was good to see them together. Yeah. I mean, I love... Patrick Stewart. <laughs> he's just, he's great. It, it's really funny. Like, um, he's another one that like, we've started to see him at, at be villains and stuff. And I'm like, wait, oh, oh, <laughs> wait, but it also re- really works because you're yeah. like, so endeared to him that when he like betrays you in the movie, you're like, oh, <laughs> like, my heart, <laughs> my, heart. <laughs> my childhood. <laughs> no. Not it. It got me right in the childhood. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I appreciate the flashback uh, yeah. X Men, um, but yeah, Patrick Stewart's still my favorite Professor X. <laughs> I didn't see the. I still haven't seen the Phoenix one. Yeah, Dark Phoenix. I'll send you a watch it. I, I should probably watch it because I, I do like her. I do like yeah. her. Um, I know it got really bad, bad reviews and I was a little like scared to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they like mess up the timeline in comics and shows. I'm like, oh, like compared to like what happens in the comics. Yeah. It's like, oh no, this doesn't happen. Like, why are you here? Like with Joker. Or yeah. no, not Joker, but Gotham. Like they play like, like why are you here? Yeah, like you weren't supposed to be here because you're only here. You only become a villain because Batman's here, and Batman's yeah. not here yet. So what the fuck are you doing here? 
Yeah, I mean, that one... But, you know, also Joker kind of messed with the timeline a lot, too. Yeah. But I just kind of have to, like, when I go into certain movies now or TV shows, I go, okay, this is just an alternate universe. It's not on canon. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. we're just gonna... We're just gonna say this is a whole different universe it's uh, a whole different um ball game uh and otherwise i get mad you know <laughs> and then i don't want to watch it <laughs> so well, speaking of cryptids and comics what did you ever see um swamp thing i didn't see the tv show you're talking about the tv show right or the movie either one uh no i didn't well, it's like really it's like a it's really good, yeah. Okay, I have to. I have to check it out. I told you, I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm a Marvel girl. <laughs> I need to get more up on the DC. <laughs> are they doing it? I think they're doing another Doctor Strange. Are they? I heard they're doing a Doctor Strange, and then it's going to be dark, very dark, yes. and I'm all into that. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I heard that it's going to be way darker. And I was like, yes. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> I was re-watching the first one and like, oh, this is a bit rushed. This is a little bit rushed. I don't know why. Like, it's... Well, I think they were just trying to cram in like so much um, yeah. mythology. They were like, hey, let's give you all this mythology so that it makes sense when he's in the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? And I was like, okay, but like we could rest here for a second. No? Okay. <laughs> just, just go ahead. Uh, I think it was like the climax. I think the climax was like rushed. Because like you see him like, my hands are broken. Yeah. It's like magic. And like magic, all its information from like the Marvel universe into like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Then, Which is weird. Like, because, like, they don't mind doing, like, two-and-a-half-hour, three-hour movies, so why yeah. didn't they just, like, expand it? I don't know. What do you think of all the... Uh, what was the last Marvel movie? That freaking... Game in or something? Oh, um, Endgame? Endgame, yeah, thank you. I mean, it I think was it long. Was, yeah, I think it was... It had so much going on. Yeah. So much to wrap up. It's I hard mean, to write. I couldn't write it. Yeah. No, I don't know how you tackle that. It almost felt like it should have been a part one, part two. Yeah. Um, kind of situation. I mean, you have to respect. I, I respect all the Avengers movies because they are, are trying to process so much information in one film. Yeah. It is an unimaginable task. And sometimes they do it pretty well. Um, and sometimes something gets lost and I just go, oh, you know, yeah, it's like, it depends on who your favorite characters are, right? Yeah. Like if your favorite characters are getting really highlighted and it, it's hard. <laughs> um, I'm not a Captain America fan, so it's hard for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. I wish they had like a squirrel girl cameo. I thought we were gonna get a squirrel girl. I thought like I thought with everything that was going on and the fact that really squirrel girl should be there. Yeah. <laughs> like 
like comic book wise, I thought we were going to get it. And I thought we were getting teasers. Like we were getting like, uh, we were possibly getting a TV show. We were getting like a squirrel girl, this, and the comic book was kind of getting, taking off a little bit. And I was like, where, but we didn't get her. We didn't get her. I don't know. I know, I know people were like, Anna Kendrick should play her. And, mm. and I was like, okay, but like, just give it to her. You know, like give us squirrel girl. It's one of the most popular, like, characters, like at yeah. least characters at Comic Con for cosplay in the last few years. Like, I've seen so many Squirrel Girls, and I was like, you see that there's a need right here. Like, there's a million little girls dressed up as Squirrel Girl, <laughs> which is so much better than them dressing up as Harley. So, <laughs> they always dress up like as a one from. Suicide Squad, not the one from the show. Right, because I feel like if they had dressed up as the one from the show, it would be a little bit more. But there's always like these little girls in like little tiny short shorts and fishnets, and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> 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 I mean, do you, boo? But uh, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if I asked my mom when I was a kid, I'm gonna dress up like Harley Quinn. But yeah, like the Suicide Squad one, I wonder if my mom would let me. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'll get you a lot. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I think I just, uh, I mean, I always dressed up as She-Ra when I was a kid, so. She-Ra. <laughs> She-Ra's awesome. How's the show? I haven't, I haven't catched the show yet. The, the new She-Ra? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I think it's, it's different. Um, as a She-Ra fan growing up, I think this is a real good She-Ra for a new generation. And yeah, I think it's really good for for young girls to watch it now. I know that there is a series coming out with my friend Tiffany Smith that's going to be Masters of the Universe that I'm super excited about. Um, and I'm so excited and so proud of her to be in that. So I can't wait <laughs> to hear her new character. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a dream that I know somebody on the uh, the cast of uh, Master of the Universe. <laughs> so you've done some voiceover work too, right? Yeah, I have. I mean, I did stuff as a kid, and I, I continue to do like audiobooks. And I have a new audiobook that's uh, coming out soon, um, "Death of a Bounty Hunter," that is uh, like a sci-fi western in space, and I get to play a really cool. Um, kind of like she's like a witch but she's also like a kick she's she's a lot of things she's very complicated <laughs> so it's a it's a lot of fun and uh yeah I just I, I like I love doing voiceovers and um now is the time to do as many voiceovers as we can I'll, I'll be fun I think I want to be like that one NPC character of the hurry passing by <laughs> I was like, I did that. I was that guy. You want to be that guy? I was that one random guy he passed by like three hours in the, the movie, the game, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's somebody that plays that. So that could be you. Yeah. <laughs> or like, to like, just like make one bush in a giant like procedural. Like, I make that yeah. one bush. <laughs> For that, I mean that's a great gig, you know. I think it's weird. I like I like animation more than yeah. I like video games. Video games is such an interesting thing to record 
because um, you have to record all these like weird grunts yeah. like all the time. Like <laughs> it's just like a whole day of like, uh, uh, ah, uh. <laughs> which is just fun, fun, fun and weird. <laughs> What's your favorite like uh, animated thing you voice over for? My favorite animated thing I did a voiceover for. Ooh, that's a a hard question. Um, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I guess when I was a kid, I did this really cool, um, Mother Goose one that was like so 90s. (laughs) Um, I just remember thinking this was such a weird 90s. I just liked it. I think it was cute. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I think that's that's the coolest animation one. I mean, I did a lot of voiceovers for like soundtracks and stuff like that for like live action and even like uh, rides and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, it's all different. It's all cool. <laughs> You're big, are you big like roll, I'm big on roller coasters? Yeah, I mean, sometimes I need a little bit of talking into it, but then I'm, no. I, then I, I, there's like, it's like a very easy conversation. Like, I'm gonna go on this. Do you want to go on it? No. You sure? Okay. <laughs> like, like, um, yeah, I, I like, I like going to like Six Flags and stuff like that. Yeah. There's certain rides I just don't want to go on. Like, I don't like that Green Lantern ride. Like, I don't want to go on it. But that's yeah. pretty much everything else. I'm good. <laughs> I was like waiting like three hours in line for like a minute, ride for a minute. Like, oh. Yeah. 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 It is a little intense. I mean, I'm a, I'm an avid like amusement park person. Like I'm always at amusement parks when we're obviously not in quarantine. Yeah. So I'm down to try most rides. Um, I just like being in amusement parks. I like eating them music music park food it's good yeah (laughs) yeah that's that's one of the biggest benefits right like i love when they have like the weird food festivals too like at disneyland i'm like always like all about that (laughs) that. yeah (laughs) put on a stick and fry i'm good yeah all good with me (laughs) what's it what was your favorite like animated movie you've seen recently recently my favorite animated movie i've seen recently well like a new one i mean i rewatched one of my favorite ones which is a goofy movie I, oh, yeah. i've been rewatching it um i love that movie so much uh but that's not really new <laughs> that's still great it's just one of my favorites i just love everything about it um i buy way too much merch Whenever they have a Goofy movie, anything or Powerline, anything, I buy it. I'm just all about it. That, that scene with um, Sasquatch or Bigfoot in their fishing yeah. is yeah. so hilarious. It's so great. I mean, and also like that possum, that possum farm or the possum yeah. amusement park, scary as hell. <laughs> yeah. But realistic. Yeah. I've been to I've been to parks like that. You're like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> oh, 
it's like go to Chuck E. Cheese and like oh no <laughs> exactly you're like no oof so what do you like on your pizza oh I'm a I'm a like banana peppers olive like I like all kinds of different kinds of cheeses yeah. and like all kinds of weird veggies yummy <laughs> Although, you know, I do like when I put like, you know, like the barbecue pizza, the chicken one. I like that. Yeah, yeah I can do that. I had a Philly cheesesteak one once and it was really good too. Yeah. I like weird pizzas. Me too. <laughs> I like a spinach and spinach one is like, <laughs> oh no. No, not not a spinach pizza person. <laughs> no, this is, this is, it wasn't seasoned well or this is, spinach was like, not good cooked well or something about it oh yeah that's the thing about putting veggies on pizzas there are certain places i'm like i will not have veggies on this pizza because i know how you make the veggies and they're not good <laughs> yeah yeah like oh we made you put pizza on the veggies oh i forgot to cook the veggies they're raw you're eating yeah. a salad on pizza yeah. yeah or they put them like in a lot of oil and you're like okay well now it's just soggy and slimy and i don't want that <laughs> Like, there's a little balance there that needs to happen. It's <laughs> called roasting the veggies. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um, are you big on coffee? No, I don't like coffee at all. Oh. I know. I'm the only person a, in the world. <laughs> are you more of a tea person? Yeah, I drink tea, like, a lot. <laughs> My girlfriend has, like, a whole, like, drawer of tea. Yes. That's me. <laughs> I have like a tea box and then yeah. I have a tea cupboard. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I was literally drinking a tea latte that I made at home. <laughs> it's gone now, but I drank it. <laughs> and uh, like, made like tea, we had tea, we had little cups and everything. Yep. Very nice. I, I like I have a really cool tea set that um, yeah like one of those like classic porcelain ones but it has yeah. scary stories do you know the scary story books um I'm, you know the I'm not familiar with it uh they're like they're like these really graphic kids books <laughs> like horror stories anyway I have like little pictures of them on the tea set so people are like oh that's such a nice tea set huh? oh my god <laughs> I'm like, yep, that is a severed head. You're welcome. <laughs> Drink out of that. <laughs> Sorry. Is that from Sleepy Hollow? No, it's from it's from uh, Scary Stories. They tell in the dark. It's a. They made a movie last year that was not that good, but it was a it was a book series when I was a kid that was like really popular. What's your favorite? What's been your like your favorite movie adaptation of a book? My favorite movie adaptation of a book. I'm always so disappointed by so many. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the problem. Um, oh, come on. I'm like trying to think. Like, what one like made me? I mean, Doctor Sleep was pretty good. I was surprised. Yeah. I was a little yeah. surprised that they went where they went with it because when I was reading the book, I was thinking, ah, oh, they're not going to do any of this because it's too much. <laughs> like, 
like they're, yeah. they're not gonna kill kids like this on, t- on a, in a movie they did they yeah. did they did they did they did that <laughs> so I like the little, little girl's awesome uh, yeah badass yeah 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 and I, I was I was glad they kept her her character very similar to the the book as well like I was I was pleasantly surprised about um, how accurate it was to the book which is not always the way it is with Stephen King books but yeah I think it's I think it's uh, a pretty close adaption it um it too was the ending was long it was so long yeah I don't know that why we needed that the second one to be that long but uh, yeah, you know <laughs> they did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably one of the better adaptions that we've seen is Doctor Sleep. I'm trying to think of another one. I I, I do like the TV series. Uh, oh gosh, that's Stephen King based. Oh, um, we did a bunch. It's like it's been a bunch. Yeah, no, it's like currently on Hulu, and it like every season's a different, um, it's a different, uh, like book. Like last season was Mer- oh Castle Rock. Castle Rock, yeah. Yeah, I like that one. I mean, I don't know how. I don't think it's that accurate to different books that it's, but it it is interesting how they. Um, they've been you know using these different stories and like weaving them together like last season was um mercy a uh, misery mercy misery. misery and um salem's lot and they were just like yeah. going out at the same time and i was like oh like how's that gonna work but it kind of works so <laughs> yeah it's been like a movie that maybe that since the books i think they did a pretty good job with Harry Potter, I think. They part. did. Yeah. They did. She's pissing me off right now, but I, I, I'm a Harry Potter fan. But <laughs> I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I'm not a huge J.K. Rowling fan. <laughs> the Fantastic Beasts maybe are okay. They're fine. Yeah. I mean, there's probably like two, like, I don't know that we needed it, but they've been interesting and fun. For the most part, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they print money, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. They definitely do. <laughs> What's um? What would be like one movie, uh, adaptation of a book you'd like to see? Maybe uh. Like your favorite book. Um, I really loved this book I read this year called The Water Dancer. Oh. But Tani Hatsi codes. Um, I would like to see that as a as a movie. It's like supernatural and um, and like the Underground Railroad. I think that would be cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I think if they gave it to Misha Green, who did um, Lovecraft Country, I think it would be great because oh, I'm all about that Lovecraft Country. I've been life. Hearing- that show it's awesome. I was, it is amazing. 
It's amazing. The book's amazing, but the series is is, is amazing. <laughs> I just see uh, House of the Scorpion because I think that show, that book is really good. Yeah, I read it. I was like in like fifth grade. I was like, this is really good. This is really deep for a, a fifth grade. It's like going into the identity and yeah. ethics. And they haven't made it into a movie yet. I'm surprised. <laughs> I feel like they're making everything into a movie now, right? <laughs> a TV show. And I want to do about like Black Panther. Oh. Um, yeah, I think they just need to do the women of Wakanda in the future. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, I mean, that's where we're at with the series, I feel like. Um, unless you're going to bring back Killmonger. It's okay, too. Yeah. <laughs> I could. I always bring back. They can bring him back. They yeah. can find a way. They definitely can do it. Like, oh, well, he, he caught, he caught, um, like he, he fell down and he caught a ledge this mm-hmm. time. Yeah, or they, like, had some kind of regenerative, like, potion happen I, yeah. I mean it's Wakanda they could do whatever they want <laughs> yeah they brought back they brought back Bucky so yeah. I can't they can totally bring back Killmonger and he's not wrong so yeah I mean he's a little violent but he's not wrong either and <laughs> um, so he could he could definitely come back but I think if they just focus on the women of Wakanda I think it'll be the best yeah best thing oh, that they can do oh for this sister becomes Black Panther. Yeah. I mean, she's... She was the one that was doing most of the technology and and everything anyway, so I mean, she's prime for it. And I like her as an actress, too. I think she's she's great. I think she could yeah. carry a series. For sure. For real. Yeah. Is there a next Iron Man after Tony Stark? Or... Well, I heard that Robert Downey was trying to like kind of prime um what's his name? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. But I don't know how that works. <laughs> yeah, because he I think he like in the movie, like he just became Spider Man, so Yeah. He still has like a lot of Spider Burst stuff to go through. Yeah. It's like I don't Green Goblin. I, yeah. He's he's not ready. But I uh, he's so young. And um I mean we could just go through like I guess Iron Patriot and stuff. Yeah. It's gonna be cool to see a female Thor. Yeah. That will be cool. Yeah. I was wondering if they were gonna do that and it's it makes so sad. much sense now that Natalie Portman took that role. Yeah. <laughs> Her, her, and like, I was watching like Beef for Vendetta. Oh, that was so good. I love Beef for Vendetta. It always makes me feel like it could take over the world. <laughs> yes. Let's strike. Yeah. Give me a raise. If you see the movie, you'll always feel like like a revolutionary after watching. Yeah. For real. Yeah. <laughs> What's like the 
What's going on with Marvel? Marvel's crazy. Like, I don't know what's going on with Marvel now. It's like they're doing like a whole new set of movies. Oh. I know. We're, we're getting, uh, we're getting, um, Blade back. Blade, yeah. Which I'm all for. <laughs> After all, Blade is what started the Marvel Universe in the first place. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite Blade movie? I mean, I have to say that I love the first Blade because it was revolutionary to anything yeah. I was saying. But I do like Trinity. I know I should probably not like Trinity, but it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Um, I think Ryan Reynolds was so fun in it. Yeah. Um, also, just seeing those little Pomeranians become like vampires was so weird. <laughs> the little Pomeranian like mouth. Yeah. It's the scariest thing. Oh, I that. <laughs> crazy yeah oh and jessica biel was in that too right yeah 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 Yeah. i have a girl crush on her anything she's in i'm like yep Yep. (laughs) yeah i had a she's great in south heaven i think i crushed on her for like ever i was like oh no i think i had a i think i i got a crush on her not really in seventh heaven but she did texas chainsaw massacre oh yeah and i was like huh i'm in love with her and yet I'm straight. I don't know. Mm. I have feelings. <laughs> that was uh, that was a very bloody remake. <laughs> Unlike the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is like everyone thinks is so bloody, but it is not. <laughs> What's your favorite like horror movie? Um, favorite horror movie well I know the one that always used to scare me as a kid was Nightmare on Elm Street yeah Um, like he was always the most scary to me because of the dream aspect I think Um, so I have a special place in my heart for Nightmare on Elm Street Um, my favorite one I mean I'm a, I, I, I like Get Out I like I like Get Out's uh, yeah, and then I also like really foreign, weird um, horror movies. Like, I like Frontier or Le Pac de Lou, uh, The Brotherhood of the Wolf, um, which is kind of like a horror movie, but also cryptid, but also like historical. It's like so weird, but it's so cool. Um, totally it also weird. has like like a martial arts element to it that's like really cool. That sounds, um, dope. That sounds, that sounds like a really dope movie. It is. It's like one of the biggest productions I feel like France ever did. Um, and it's about like these werewolves that are attacking people in this like like town. Um, but like all the fighting is like very martial arts based. And I don't know, it's just pretty epic. Um, so I like that, even though it's like technically not horror, but I think it is because like everybody's being like ripped apart by these werewolves. <laughs> So, I don't know. It combines a lot of genres, but I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, who's your favorite, like, movie monster? So I'm always, like, all around my house, I have uh, Bride of Frankenstein and um, yeah. Frankenstein. I'm very much into the classic, um, cool. you know, Let's Frankenstein, it. Bride of Frankenstein thing. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I think they're my favorite. Even though they have a very complicated relationship. <laughs> what, what's that? 
Um, Hello, everyone. This is Brandon, the host of the Parunity Podcast, wanting to take a second to tell you about our show. The Parunity Podcast is your top choice for closing the distance between the paranormal groups. From ghosts to cryptids to ufology, we will discuss it all. The Parunity Podcast is aimed at promoting positivity and collaboration between investigators and is geared specifically for those in the field. But if you're not, you'll still get a kick out of the show as well, because you'll be able to think of it like ghost hunters talking shop. Tune in and join myself and all of our amazing guests as we entertain you with sensational stories of fantastic places, events, tips for your investigations, and so much more. And remember, you can find the Parunity Podcast on your favorite podcast directory and part of the Paranormality Radio Network. Someone did a quick series. The guy from SVO did a Frankenstein show. What it was called? Not Penny Dreadful, right? Not, no, not Penny Dreadful, but uh, the the dad from Franken, um, Game of Thrones. He did. A, Hmm. I forget his name. The guy that wrote Game of Thrones? He was a guy who died and got his head cut off. Oh, um, um, oh my god. Yeah, hey, I know. Sean Bean? Yeah, Sean Bean did it. Oh, I didn't know Sean Bean did a Frankenstein series. It's really good. The Frankenstein Chronicles. Oh, I love Sean Bean. Yeah. You always he, you always think he's gonna die and stuff though. No, he kind of <laughs> did in this one. They came back. Yeah, he dies a lot. I got to interview him once at um, WonderCon, and he I was like, "Why do you die and everything?" And he's like, "I guess I do die a lot." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "This I, I forgot what." TV show I was interviewing him for. He goes, but this one I don't die, or do I? I don't know. So far, I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's really cool. <laughs> are you big, so? Did you read the? Did you read the Mary Shelley novel Frankenstein? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, I I I love um, I love the classics. Like I was an Edgar Allan Poe like reader as a kid, like a t- teenager, and I, you know, read Frankenstein every few years again. <laughs> you know, Dracula. Every few years, I decide I'm going to read it again, and then I'm like, yeah, Frankenstein is so much better. <laughs> better. <laughs> but it's a classic. Both are classics. <laughs> Just, I'd rather watch uh, what we do in the shadows than read Dracula again. <laughs> yeah, Jacko's like, oh, here's letters from yeah. with his face. About, oh, I'm pretty sure I'm getting raped, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. In this castle. Yeah. He's also, I feel like, I feel like Mary Shelley, like, really liked the genre she was writing, yeah. whereas, like, Bram Stoker didn't quite love that he was he, like he wrote it and then he was like I don't really want to write this kind of stuff anymore and I'm like yeah. hmm, you can kind of tell that this was a one off for you <laughs> Is it, oh god I think of remember uh, what was his name Robert, Robert Downey Jr no not Robert Downey Jr the 
what's his face from he did a really good Frankenstein movie it's like really good um, oh are you talking about the the old like like 90s one yeah with um oh yeah. Jesus I'm not worried and they had the bride in there too very very they very young yeah It's so weird. I can't. Why can't I think of it? I don't. Marshall. Oh, what's the song? Was Marshall fucking sign? It was um Robert De Niro. That's right. I kept I kept actually thinking about Robert De Niro and I was like, you're an idiot. He's not in a movie. <laughs> so he was. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what, what do you think about his Frankenstein? I think he did a really good job of that. I mean, I thought that that whole movie was good. Yeah. I thought I could have gotten a little bit more bride, but yeah. it also made sense that we got what we got from the bride. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought it was a good movie. Me too. Yeah. Is I think the classic scene of him talking to the blind person to help him. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, just it it had like a lot of iconic uh, scenes from the book in there. I think it was really respectful of the book. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I I get kind of mad when people call them. The creature, the Frankenstein, oh, like weird. Oh yeah, because he's the you know he's Frankenstein's monster. We call him the creature. The creature. It's like I was almost, it's like I was alive. Like what's happening? Ah! <laughs> like why is this like breaks like a, it's taller. He's briefly a, a taller. It's like why you love me? He's like on tantrum. Yeah. Oh, he, no. he he's a little heart heartbreaking. I think that's why I like Frankenstein. <laughs> Dracula's boring. Oh. Dracula's kinda of boring to me. I don't know why. I like vampires. I, I don't necessarily like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. But yeah. I think oh, I think like Angel is more interesting of character of vampire character. Or Spike. Yeah, Spike's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, he gets his soul back and he's like, cr- like so emotional for like two seasons. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so I can't, yeah. Like, I can't deal with life. I'll stay in school. Yeah, he's so emo. <laughs> so, oh, jeez. <laughs> Go Spike or so. You're perfectly cast. You're perfect for the show. Yeah, for sure. Do you remember the like the movie, the Buffy, the Buffy movie before the show? Was show yes, before? I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. I mean, I think that's why I was so excited when the TV show came out. I was like, oh my god, I love the movie. <laughs> Wait, who's this? What's up, Buffy? Looks different. She's different. Okay, I'm used to it. 
but I, I, I was sold. Yeah. Her Michelle Geller was amazing. And I, and when they continue the verse, which I heard they're you now coming out with yeah. a new Slayer, I yeah. will be on board. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad you're not. I'm. I. I'm kind of glad, but I'm like kind of fifty-fifty on. I'm like 80-20 on them having new cast. Uh, on on for for the new Buffy. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think they're gonna do her as Buffy. She's just gonna be a different Slayer. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, because too. they're not replacing her. Um. So yeah, like I feel like I feel better about it. Me too. Charm. Are you big on onto Charmed? No, I really wasn't. I don't know why. It was just all about Buffy. <laughs> Buffy, Angel, all that. I don't like how they did end it, Angel. No, I mean. But I had to like complete them all because I just loved. Yeah. I was I was a Joss Whedon fan. Like I'm not like I still kind of am. I know that there's like rumors about him or not rumors. There's there's some interesting situations now with him. But I was a Joss Whedon fan. I you know I loved everything he did. <laughs> Make so, yourself. Yeah. Just uh, I loved the Joss. <laughs> Trying to figure what else he did. They did some. Did he do Marvel? Yep. He did the first Avengers. Yeah. Like, oh. There's filmography. Sorry, Alanis. What is it, Alanis? What the hell? Is it Toy Story? I guess so. Did he? The fuck? Avengers, Justice League. Twister's good. I love Twister. Twister was good. Flying Cows. Ooh, Firefly. Yeah, Firefly. Also, Dollhouse, which I liked short-lived Angel's Shield you like, do you like Angel's Shield? I did I I, um, I have kind of like stopped watching it me too so, yeah. I, I was watching it for like a few like a few seasons and like yeah. it got into like oh we're in an alternate, dimension, alternate space and we're in a spaceship and like what this is crazy I, no yeah <laughs> Yeah, I kind of veered off at that point. I thought they were really going to go into Inhumans, and they didn't. So let's hope they never go into like more like oh, Inhumans or mutants. There's yeah. are mutants, and they go into more into that aspect of things. Then yeah. Oh, Ghost Rider, space. We're in space now, and no, I can't. Yeah, agreed. We could go for our series. I mean, we had one, but we should have a different one. Yeah. 
So it's like being so. What's your what's it like being on a podcast? This is crazy. Uh, doing a podcast? Yeah. I mean, I like it, especially now that we're you know in quarantine, and it's a great way to keep active and doing something. I I like it, you know. Uh, it keeps me busy and connected. <laughs> For real. No, no feel. It's like, oh. Do you get like a, I got like a thing from like voting, like, oh, my people will vote in order to vote thing. After, I got, I had to do that once tomorrow, I guess. Oh, work. that's cool. Dope. Yeah. Yes. Tired. I'm like, it's light in my face. I don't like oh. it. You need rest. <laughs> I know. I do like go to work here in a minute. And oh no! It's like, oh, overtime. Like, great. Overtime. Overtime's good. But I'm oh. glad we got to talk to each other before it. Um, this has been really fun. Thank you. I think it's very really fun too. Yeah. I'm trying to think when I should put this up. I like. Oh, I need to do stuff. Like edit. And, like, do you ever yeah. like? do like promo like advertisements on your on your podcast and like I have no idea where to put this or it is and people are like yeah I hate this advertisement I will never listen to your podcast again I know but, but it's I, like that's how I got we to, have yeah, I got, got to put do it, this I got to put it I'm sorry it. I'm sorry that's where it has to it has to go in there I'm sorry that's how I continue to make this podcast <laughs> Well, thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Come back. Uh, where can I find where people can find your podcast and all your info? Uh, well, you can find me at Anastasia W on Twitter, at Anastasia Wash on Instagram, Anastasia TV on YouTube, and there's always links to all of my podcasts on there and my stand up shows and all that um, are all in the bio of my social media, so you can find it all there. Definitely like subscribe and leave a review. It's like, this is awesome. This is great. Five stars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that really helps us as podcasters. Yes, it, so it really do does. <laughs> like, please do it. It's like, oh, no one is listening to it. No one's leaving reviews. Guess you're at the bottom of charts where no one can find you ever. Yeah, yeah. So, so if you if you really like it and you really care about your podcasting friends or you know yeah. listening to a podcast please rate and review it helps so much <laughs> and tell your friends about it because word yes. mouth is really helpful very helpful <laughs> well thank you for well, thank you for coming on i really appreciate it thanks and um have a good day at work you too thanks chillin <laughs> thanks bye bye Thank you for listening to this episode of the Monster Legend Podcast. Hope you were able to find us on Twitter 
and Instagram and Facebook. We also have our own website at monsterlegendpodcast.com. If you'll be so kind to please leave a review and subscribe and let me know what I can do to make this show better for you. If you have any stories you'd like to submit or you'd like to be a guest, send me an email or a DM. But I hope you do one thing that's really important and have a great day. Thank you.